Hello ladies and gentlemen, my name is Samuelit64 and welcome back to the Robocast. I'm joined alongside... Steve the American Killjoy. And World of Woodrow. It isn't just the three of us this week, uh, as normal, we have we do have a guest from, well, related to the episode, but we actually have a, another guest because we weren't sure if Jevon was going to be here or not, and I felt rude saying to him five minutes before starting, oh, don't worry, Jevon's <laughs> here. Uh, so please welcome uh, David of Smeg for the first time. How has it taken yep. this long? <laughs> it, it's weird. You know, I've been floating around for the last year in between winning quizzes and that, and now I'm just suddenly uh, here. So, yeah, got, nice to be here. Well, the, the, the people who... Well, no one's seen the video behind you, but uh, there are some very nice-looking uh, new entries for Lego Wars, which I think is there, there's a few soon, here, there? you know, yeah. including insert robot at the top here that hasn't yeah. yet been accepted to BattleBots just yet. But <laughs> fingers crossed. We're, we're we're all you know crossing fingers and toes hey. and everything else. And we, all we can um, do. Well, exactly, yep. exactly. And we have, as I said, been joined by a guest who is somewhat related to the episode in question uh, this week. Introduce Somewhat. yourself. Somewhat. No. <laughs> it's Tweedy. <laughs> um, Tweedy, why are you here? Like, for, the, for those that don't know, why are you here? Can I swear during this? You can absolutely yeah. swear. There is an E on the podcast on, on Spotify. You can swear are as much as you like. we passed a minute on like YouTube? Is that why we're safe now? Possibly. Yeah, I think so. Well, he's yeah. not monetized right. anyway, so whatever. Exactly. <laughs> All right, thank fuck. My bot got shit mixed. <laughs> <laughs> um, for those that don't know, there was a lot of replays in this episode of uh, Ice Wave fighting a certain black and gold robot uh, called Vanquish, uh, Tweedy, which obviously was yours. You Fortunately. And this was your first kind of solo run on a TV show, really, wasn't it? Um, talk us through what happened that time, because it was, obviously, it was a, it was a couple of years ago now, but from, from what you remember at the time, what, what went wrong? <laughs> Uh, it's probably easier to list what didn't. Uh, <laughs> yeah, go ahead. It went in the arena. <laughs> I think that's about all I got from that. Uh, you know, we're talking about Ice Wave here. It's the Ice Wave bounty. How? Obviously, we saw what happened to your robot. Obviously, you know, it wasn't the only robot that season that got split in half. Obviously, Huge did as well later on. How fearsome is Ice Wave? Because obviously, you know, in this episode, we don't really get to see a full picture of that. We'll a bit of a spoiler for later on, but how deadly is this robot? Honestly, I wasn't expecting it to hit as hard as it did. Uh, it punched clean through about 12 mil of hard ox on the front. Like it, it hit the wedge and it punched the bent section, which is the thickest part. Wow. And obviously the wedge came off, as did the left side of it, but... <laughs> was very well held together at least to itself it was not very well held together you are a liar sir. <laughs> i i mean the part that the part that flew off with it was very well attached to the other part that also flew off i'll take it okay. <laughs> i'm trying to give you some credit here <laughs> i don't even get the credit i didn't do the welding on that <laughs> i'm well held well, that's the main thing right you can, you can, you can claim that right there. yeah exactly you can, you can claim is held well, obviously, we are here to discuss the Ice Wave Bounty Hunters episode, which starts off with P1 and Tracer. Um, hmm. Interesting <laughs> Who fight, wants to it? start first? It's an interesting <laughs> fight because I think it really shows both sides of sportsmanship, really good sportsmanship, and then yeah. awful sportsmanship. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Tracer has struggled this season, all season, with uh, getting stuck on bits of it, whether it be turned upside down and not have a way of still driving upside down in 2020 uh, or if it gets stuck on its side and not having a way to get down in 2020 um, 
you know, it's it's it was an interesting design. Um, this one obviously was meant to come about either this year or next um, for for competing. They had no intention of competing in the 2020 season until everything got pushed back. So, you know, when they did get in, some corners were cut to get in on time and to have it all ready to go. Um, and as a result, you know, Tracer gets stuck a lot. And um, that's the case here. P1, however, continues to have um, its best season yet, I feel, to start with at least. Um, really. Driving wise, it was excellent in this fight and, until the wheel came off. But even then, it was still very good. Yeah, I, I think three wheels for P one. They they do start to struggle. It's odd, isn't it, that the the sort of shape of the robot really depends on how well you drive with how many wheels. I mean, the likes of Duck can drive well with one wheel. <laughs> um, Kraken yeah. can drive nearly straight with one wheel. Um, robot with two robot with two and then you see p1 who sort of you know struggles at first with three wheels but they they manage to get the hang of it and i think it's just a case of you know it's not something that you exactly test for um you you build your robot with all of its components and then test drive it you don't build build it with three wheels and then give it a test drive just to see what happens if well, I've I've heard stories of many builders that just unplug one of the motors and just see how the robot drives with three wheels or with two wheels That's to see if they'd even be able to get out of an interesting situation. I've heard stories like that. I mean, uh, did so, I mean, anything not, like that before? On purpose. Uh, for, for testing? And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not on purpose. <laughs> just, just by force, you know, I don't know, from maybe Ice Wave or something. Oh, there it <laughs> You're a bitch, <laughs> and I'd like to make you aware of that fact. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. It started. Um, it's just a tally in the corner just throughout this episode, isn't it? <laughs> oh, that's far too much editing for me to do. I haven't nearly got the patience to do that. It's not um, a very audio-friendly thing. No, it's not. Absolutely not. Uh, keep count if, if you're listening on, on Spotify. Or yep, other other platforms are available. <laughs> um, I will say, I think, you know, throughout the fight, I think you've, you've got to say that P1 yes was in control and obviously they didn't use their weapon which was highlighted you know throughout yep. but i kind of get the impression that if you don't give p1 the win here that's you know it's kind of harsh because they had the fight won and they chose to carry the fight yeah. on and i feel like if they if they don't get given the win i mean not that i'm saying that you know the judges have just deliberately given it to p1 because of this but no 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 yeah it's it, it, it's a really tough decision uh, like well, I'm not, i want to say tough decision but it's like it's a you know what the right decision is, but there's a lot of reasons in the criteria where you could give it to the other robot sure. poorly, but you still could. And that's the part that bothers me because it was split. And I knew it was going to be split because of the way that this match went. You have a robot that doesn't use their weapon for basically the entirety of the match. And then you have the other one that at least keeps its weapon facing. Maybe not, a, it did, maybe it not did always do being the most aggressive. It did do damage. Then again, P, did P1, was P1 the one that took off uh, Needle's wheel or did it just fall off? I missed that, and I, I tried Tracer to watch it. Tracer actually took off their wheel. Yeah, like, and Needle was rebound. pretty good. I must surprise. I, I must say that that robot did do what it was supposed to do, lifting P1 off the ground. It's just that Tracer was also on top of P1 at the time, uh, so yeah. they couldn't they couldn't do anything about that and couldn't tee them up for that that Needle hit. Is a really effective mini bot. It, it's yeah. probably one of the most effective mini bots that we've seen in a few years. Um, just in the, it lifts in a very different way with the sort of, you know, rotating lifters as opposed to just, you know, sort of forklift style. It's not, it's, it's got more, more torque to be able to lift and it makes a lot of sense. And I can't think why people haven't done it in the past. Something like, 
yeah. the timeline would have benefited from something like that from Kronos last season or something. I don't know, but yeah, um, it's it's cool to see a, a mini bot that isn't just a wedge or just like a joke, like a pot on wheels or a narwhal. <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? It's it, cool it has, to see something different. Mm. You leave the narwhal yeah, that, alone. That narwhal will be fed into space. You know it's they are in and nothing else. <laughs> We're getting. They're going to go out it's extinct if we don't pay for some. You know, on the, on the <laughs> right. Do you need to buy a narwhal from them? <laughs> um, I mean, yeah. What else is there to add? I mean, obviously, Tracer, as we've said, has struggled this season. Are probably a result of the very rushed turnaround that they've kind of had to get it together quite quickly, ready for this season. Obviously, they were planning to enter the 2021 season they brought that forward because you know they, they got the extra time that they needed because COVID delayed the top the, the tournament maybe better things to come in the future I mean there's there's actually videos going around at the moment of Tracer with a Shremek now mm-hmm. um, yeah it was planned to have one it just it completed yeah. in time that's the thing I think yeah. it's the thing with Tracer is every time that they found a new failure mode for it during the season you saw it in or you will see it in the final bounty that is it the final bounty? I can't remember where we see it. It's, an, it's in another one. Yeah, it I think it's the penultimate bounty. one from memory. Yeah. But they have welded things onto it to stop it from getting stuck in certain positions, yeah. and they've attached the the top bits, which they had in this fight, um, because getting turned out on their back and not being able to move is a, a bad one. But um, yeah. I think I've had discussions. I can't remember where these discussions went or who they went to, um, but we have discussed at some point, perhaps there being somewhere in the in the rules that if you have the match one and you are going to get them down so that the match can continue for the sake of TV, then you might get either a, a buy-in in points or better earn more points for it, something like that. I don't know if it would work out, but, you know, the, the TV show have... Yeah, because what, what happens if your robot therefore dies after the fact of you getting well, the other robot true. off the wall? That's the thing. But if, if it dies, then uh, you, you're out unlucky but I feel you, you should get yourself. recognition yeah. For, well, yeah. for, for getting the fight to continue I mean BattleBots pushed an agenda last year of you know longer fights please because the fights were ending way too quickly and apparently all the builders were spoken to and said look these matches are for TV they need to go on a bit longer well Tudy you can probably tell us more about that because obviously you were there last year with, with Ragnarok as well oh sorry and having in, probably you know the shortest fights there yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like it's kind of a a splitting subject in that everyone wants to see better fights but then also when you're there you don't want to be giving up thousands of dollars for what three four seconds of extra fight sure mm-hmm. like if still competition at the end of the day yeah you know there's there is that part of it and it's also a competition that's largely self-funded for a lot of teams. Mm-hmm. Yep. So there's there's that aspect for a lot of people. But at the end of the day, everyone wants to make good TV, but you also don't want to go bankrupt while doing it. Very true. Very true. Fight number two sees Deadlift versus Ghost Raptor. I believe this is the first Yay, time we finally deadlift. see Deadlift. <laughs> like, other than the, the little highlighted fight against Mammoth, this is the first time we've properly, properly seen Deadlift in a fight, and it was excellent. It was so yeah. good. It's incredible. It is... I almost prefer it to Gruff. It does what Gruff does, but I think better. Um, or at least it will Controversial, do when fully... I know, right? Uh, I... There's something about it that I don't know what, whether it's the placement of the flamethrower or the the look of the machine, 
but I feel as though it it's just a more rounded bot. I don't know. Who am I saying? What am I saying? Gruff. Left. Um, <laughs> Gruff feels sort of very quite grungy, and I think that's the aesthetic they're going for. Whereas Deadlift looks a lot more finished off. It does like come from a lab, doesn't it? Yeah, it's mm. it's very nice. And um, an interesting fact about Deadlift is that uh, to get onto Team Deadlift, you have to be able to deadlift the robot. That is the criteria <laughs> for the team. I mean, um, I, I don't know, man, because you know, I'm not, not that I'm you know want to talk. I'm you know I'm a weedy guy by comparison, but like some of them don't look that big. I don't think they can mm-hmm. they can deadlift they 250 lift, pounds. They I mean, lift. they are the most buff nerds you've ever seen. They are. They are. <laughs> that really is not nerds. true, Dan Hammer. I will fight you on that. <laughs> <laughs> um, deadlift was excellent. Like throughout the whole fight here, they they bullied Ghost Raptor for the, you know the entirety of the match, and then it just stops. And I was so sad. I've never it's been such more a strange failure. It's like it just—it's like power cut, and it slid forward slightly, and then it's that was like, it. Remember when Tantrum lost to Valkyrie, and it just stopped randomly mm-hmm. when it was in complete control of the fight, and it just was like, "Oh, that's it. I'm done now." So perhaps battery failure could possibly. I mean, it's—it's—it's uh, it's, it's strange though because I do see. Th- I don't know if it's my eyes playing tricks on me, but I do see things in the drive pod area spinning. Uh, I don't. Uh, I don't I th- really know. That's the. Uh, I'm pretty sure those are the drive motors. They, yeah. they look like um, they're outrunners, so they've gotten single stage reduction to the wheels. They're supposed to. Hmm. So, something went. Yeah, it was it was a shame because obviously, obviously we co- we commented way back when when we first saw Ghost Raptor that we weren't particularly impressed with it looking wise. It performed a lot better than what I thought. Yeah, basically, and yeah. I think I think it's performed a lot better than it necessarily may have deserved to. I think in this fight, really struggled because, well, Deadlift was, a, was in complete control of the fight, as I said, but I, I do think that Ghost Raptor had flashes, maybe, of... Sure. Yeah, it was it was doing some stuff. I mean... There was a nice dash, wasn't there? Yeah. yeah. Nice little mark they took out the front, wasn't there? Yeah. It's and they, held, they bent the whole frame, didn't they? On the, the Yeah, they, the whole arm frame. Yeah, it's mm. that, that, in one hit. In one hit from the, the replay that we actually got to see, you see it straight, and then you, the hit happens, and it's, like, covered, and then they move, and it's just busted. But it didn't it didn't really hamper deadlift, honestly, because they kind of used their lifter more like a clamper after that and just had the, had the fire basically be their primary weapon for yeah. the rest of the fight. And I really thought, with all those Swiss cheese holes, that something was going to get burnt well, we've in already Ghost seen Raptor. Ghost Raptor but... burst into two flames. So, right, uh... yeah. <laughs> Ah, oh, so you're, you're still trying to push the two flame agenda it. there. I'm pushing it. <laughs> it's one I, flame, Devin. You're not going to. I will this have point. this bingo. No, square. you're not. <laughs> I will. Have it. Um, yeah, I mean, thankfully we do get to see more deadlift later on in Bounty Hunters as well, and um, not to spoil too much, but it is phenomenal in, in that as well. Like when you see it, it is, I think is that next week. It is next week, isn't it? Uh, I think it's a couple of weeks. I thought it was the tomb. I thought I it was the tombstone know. bounty. There was such a big yes, it was the tombstone bounty. There was such a big gap in between this bounty yeah. and the next one. Yeah, I just lost all track of what bounties came when and who was in them. <laughs> yeah, yep, absolutely. But it's a shame for Dead- Deadlifter. They, they were in, they were in control of the fight, but Ghost Raptor was the one still running at the end, and they go through to the next round, falling backwards into victory a little bit. But hey, they, look, they all count. Just right? Gotta go that way. They all count, yep. right? Now. Fight three, we didn't really get to see. What wasn't a fight? 
uh, I guess. So the, the they fight didn't was think between it was worthy. Well, it was between Hypershock and Sporkanark. Um which they decided to highlight, which I'm quite glad. Apparently, uh, yeah, I mean yeah. I'm, I'm hoping we do get to see it at some point just to see what happened, but like by all accounts it wasn't a great fight. <laughs> Hypershock barely worked because it was the end of the season and they'd already been you know, what was their last fight was Hydra. So yeah, I mean, you got to get ready before, for your next fight. Even before the Hydra fight, they. So I can't remember who I was speaking to, but apparently Hypershock, uh, very nearly didn't make it into the to the round of thirty two because they were just not in any way functioning. Um, so they they managed to get it repaired and got into the thirty two and then went out to Hydra and I think rightly so because you know they they were a bit cooked after this season um the, the bot itself had been struggling through anyway um and you know this fight sort of proved it that they they were on the sort of trailing off end meanwhile Sporkenock, you know it's their first season they've done really well to to get a robot into the arena they've had a few fights with it you know they will yeah. come back with something better i'm sure or stronger um what can you say? Yeah, but, just, I mean, we, we can't really talk much I about mean, the fight because we didn't see it. <laughs> it, it it's a shame with Sporkinok because I think they had plans for a different robot entirely, a different yes. weapon system, and this is what they had to fall back onto. Did I hear a flywheel flipper? That was what they were planning. I think I read that somewhere. Oh, like that's if, if 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 that's what they were planning, or if that's what they're planning for the next one, that's a fantastic. Um, sure but this for this one or the next one, but there was a flywheel hammer thing thrown okay. around. Flywheel hammer. There you go. Something like that. <laughs> but it's a shame because, to be honest with you, this robot was kind of dead on arrival. Uh, and I hate to say that because I love the team, but it just it's the, the quick time to get this thing together. And mm. it just it, it, it needed it needed another month or two, maybe. I don't know. Or more time than that. It just needed more time to, to be bashed around because it, it just it didn't, it doesn't fine tuning, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And the thing is, you can't, it's, it's hard to test these things outside the battle box. I get that. Um, but. It's it it was it was it's it was a rough road for them. Great experience, honestly. I'd love to be on BattleBots, so good on them for that. But I look forward to what they have to bring in the future if they yeah. get accepted there's, back again. There's clearly another level to that machine, isn't there? Like the, and and that team. Yeah. You know, they, we, we, when we spoke to Will Bales, whatever that was months ago, he kind of said the same yeah. thing. Like you know, they they turned up and it's a robot that doesn't come with a big reputation because it's a new team and they didn't really get the chance to kind of show off what they could do. And I feel like it's it's kind of harsh to kind of judge. A team's first first entry in the competition when you know it, it obviously with such a tight turnaround as well and, and they, you know, yeah. I, I believe he said that for the most part it was just Lilith who was doing most of the work because it was her it was her baby basically so yep one of those things but you know hypershot going through as you know you'd probably expect in a fight like this but it's you know it was it wasn't a fight was it you know we didn't get to see it and so we can't yeah at the very least for Sporkenot they got a robot to last the whole three minutes. Against, so that's, against a, a seasoned veteran as well. The last two so, fights. Yep. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. It's what you can what you ask for, really. Mm. We probably talked more than the fight. Last <laughs> yeah, that's that's more <laughs> than the highlights highlight. already. This I'm is, afraid this is this is very us, isn't it? We, we we've you know dissect every every fight as, as much as Try. we can. <laughs> I mean, the only other thing I've got to say is like the uh, the part where they're showing the spork getting ripped up. It looks like it's literally made out of plastic sporks for how easy I, that got ripped be. up. <laughs> Oh, what? the spork is made from like a bowl or something. Oh, really? oh like a, like a plastic bowl. Yeah, it, <laughs> that's brilliant. Like it's, it's got an actual like pick underneath it, but yes, it's you, yeah, you the, do see the top it. part's decorative. Ah, yeah. oh, brilliant. 
That's nice though. Yeah. Make it as steel next time. <laughs> yeah. Well, the, that's yeah, funny because the I, I think the uh, yeah yeah the uh, the ant weight that was actually the original version of this robot really really mm-hmm. small guy I believe it was an actual spork a metal spork I don't if I don't if I recall correctly so you know it's let us know in the comments people people of the internet <laughs> you, you, you'll 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 know you always know fight four we did get to see and it was Black Widow and Scorpius. Scorpius with its new flamethrower, like proper scorpion tail as well. Like we, we meant, when we spoke to Zack and Diana, they basically said that the main weapon that they have, the hammer saw, um, was in the shop getting repaired. So they just they didn't have, have it to use. So they thought, well, let's use the other one. Let's use the flamethrower tail. Let's go Robot Wars Series 3. I tell, you, fights. Let's I go. tell you what, this was a closer <laughs> fight than it may have appeared because I, Black yeah. Widow got a, good, got a good couple of pops off here and there. Um, I think what really cost them was getting stuck under that pulverizer and that the top getting caved in. Mm. Yeah. Also, just ineffectual use of the silly string dispenser. They could have... They should have fired it at the driver pod. <laughs> so well, they fog of war, fog of string war. of war. Yeah. <laughs> Fire it straight at them. Um, I mean, the, the dry, you can tell as well that I feel like the the scorpion tail, the, the flamethrower tail that Scorpio's had, clearly affected the robot's weight distribution as well because Zach obviously normally just he just drives it, you know, hell for leather, goes straight at the opponent. He was very careful, mm. and he just he didn't it didn't seem like he had the confidence just to chuck it around the arena and, and well. I think part of that is uh, I don't have anything majorly or inspiring to add to it but um, I think the the thing about it is that this new weapon is quite experimental they've used the hammer saw they've used the the cutting disc before Um, they've used an angle grinder yeah they did (laughs) so they're used to driving it with some sort of spinning thing on top they're not quite used to driving it as a grabber almost because I feel like that is what this one is it's a, yeah. it's a control bot version of, of Scorpios yeah. and you, you've you seen in the past things like uh, Beer Moth when they've gone full grabber that it's an experimental thing you don't want to you know have this thing on because for whatever reason I mean in this case it was because they didn't have much else of an option but you don't want to use it as an experiment and then see that that experiment goes off in your face and you've lost the fight because you've used something experimental so he was being I think a little more cagey with it so that he had full control of what he was doing kind of a win-win them using the uh, control setup as well because obviously not to speak ill of Black Widow but it was quite obviously an opponent that wasn't going to write them off mm. and yeah. they would have like a longer fight to dial it in and get used to it and see what it could do but Honestly, I was very impressed with Black Widow. Like they, it did a lot better than what I think most people were expecting. Mm. They did exactly what the whole fan building a bot thing is. Like they were at the 2019 season, and they were backstage, and they came and asked us and showed us their designs and stuff, and they actually built it. It's yeah. great, and I'm pretty sure the backs are barbecue and it's wheelchair motors, but <laughs> they ended up going to BattleBots. So exactly, and that's and that's you know obviously we haven't seen them in the main season as well. They're another team like Deadlift where we yeah. they they did get fights, but they weren't. Yeah, shown. the last time we saw them was in a preview of of the what we got yes, a preview of a this fight, different program <laughs> in Expedition Unknown on Discovery, <laughs> and we got to see the Mammoth Black Widow fight. Uh, but it was times. more of an ex- it was more of an ex- ex- exhibition in that expedition. So, so yeah, 
Yeah, but I mean, I say they, they they also lasted three watch. minutes against a a BattleBots you know top thirty two robot. Like, yeah, they had a yeah. full three minute fight. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah, you can't you can't knock it really, David. Yep. It did remind me of uh, like the classic JP line about LeeBots by the end of it, just with how many holes it had on top. Yeah, <laughs> a pepper pot. <laughs> yeah, you could pour pepper out of that machine. <laughs> You really yep. could. I mean, I mean, you could pour an awful lot out of it because the, the the roof was caved in by the pulverizer, which <laughs> is the most damage I've seen from a pulverizer in a very, very long time. But yeah, you know, there wasn't there wasn't much you know that Black Widow more could have done really because you know, it's it's Scorpius. It's a, it's an established top thirty two serial winner at this point. You know, you can't you can't knock it. It's as much as you you know you're losing to a good team. What what more could they have done? There's not a lot really. To be fair, those pulverizers are hefty things. They're, they're like, hundred pounds, aren't they? Yeah, I'm not sure whether that's like the actual figure or not, but like they've got bigger since I've been there, and last time you could feel them hit the floor. Mm-hmm. Pretty substantial stuff. Moving on to round two, our first match is Ghost Raptor and Hypershock, and this is more like it from Hypershock. Much more yeah, like it. Jevin a is a happy man. <laughs> he was very, very happy when he watched this one. Oh, yes. I mean, Ghost Raptor, again, just didn't stand the chance. They were just outdriven, outgunned. I think, to be fair to them, they've since come out and said, that, you know, we bought a 2016 level robot to 2020 BattleBots, and they just, they were shown up, basically. And then they've kind of said, look, you know, the robot itself, we thought we'd improved enough, but they've been gone for so long, they hadn't realised how much the competition had evolved mm. and so it paid here i mean hypershock literally drove rings around them it was very nice to watch wasn't without them doing damage to hypershock though they ended up warping one of the uh, weapon hubs on hypershock with the single hit they got so it will hit hard but once <laughs> once and once, but what a hit <laughs> yeah the literal glass cannon of this you year you can then. survive one you'll You'll do all right. <laughs> well, they went full season one, didn't they? They they, they even broke their weapon in half. Yeah, <laughs> on the first hit as well. well yeah, like, <laughs> second hit. <laughs> uh, God damn it, Ghost Raptor! It it bothers me that that robot can get stuck on its butt so easily and just can't get back over the 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 series. The, the one he brought in 2016 had the same problem where it just kind of gets upside like down and it can't. Cool. It just. It just can't fully extend itself. I mean, all over. it needs is like a bit of box section cut out and bent or whatever, just sticking just out. Just borrow the back a bit of so yes. you know, no. borrow some of the bike rack. That'd be fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no one wants to borrow the bike rack. Well, it was only a dollar. They could have done it. <laughs> um, yeah. There's yeah. inklings of a, a cool design there. It's just I don't know where you go from here. Do you just throw this one in the bin and start over? Or, I hope like, so. If you're, <laughs> if you're Chuck, what do you do? I, 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 only say, I only say this because Chuck Chuck has built some really nice-looking robots He's over the years. He's been to so many semifinals, finals. His, like, his it, Team Raptor just, was everywhere. So it's so ugly. <laughs> it, so much. it does what look like designed. a Mac Pro. It's, it's yeah. Honestly, yeah. Like, He's built some, you know, if you look at back in the day, Gamma Raptor, beautiful, sleek beautiful. design. Predoraptor. He could have yeah, bought Predoraptor. Predoraptor, exactly, yeah. Tripolta, uh, <sighs> even Carnage Raptor was a slack, but it was okay. It, season it was, one's, you know, season one's Ghost Raptor looked fine. It yeah, looked good. It looked fine. Yeah. But since then, it's just it like, Chuck, my guy, please. <laughs> it, just, it doesn't look good. Like when we saw the cads for Ghost Raptor, the new one, it looked way more sleek than this. And it's just... Yeah. Uh, 
and it had suspension and it had red highlights he, yeah he yeah. talked about uh technical stuff like that with the clutch and trying to have it so that like when it hits it doesn't like have shock inside the kind of like similar to how the um the uh, tank steering the, the little the little uh, uh pinwheel uh Waiachi weapon that came with the build build your own toys has like an overrunning clutch so that when it hits something it doesn't destroy the motor. Uh, but maybe it's I don't know. Maybe it was too much too much too soon for that machine. I don't know. Hypershock going through to the final, fairly easy run so far. But you know they've you know they've got a pretty of a interesting matchup next up depending on who win out of P1 and Scorpius. Again, quite an interesting fight, this one. And, this was a really good fight. I think and, this is one of my favourite fights of the episode. Uh, and, you know, obviously it, went to, a, it yeah. went to a split decision as well, didn't it? This one did. I want to say it did. Yeah, I think so. Oh, it did do, yeah. Now, where do we stand on the ending? Because I think we were all fairly in agreement that Scorpius had the fight won. It, mm. was, it was on top throughout the, you know, yeah. the fight. Yeah. And then Scorpius, for the last 10 seconds, ends up on its back. And can't self-write, and the fight ends with P1, the only robot working. Do you do you call the fight there? Like, do you, do you call the fight as as three minutes, and then see if they can self-write? Because if they can't, then then award, maybe in in retrospect, award a win to P1 because Scorpius was dead. Yeah, I don't right. think there was enough time to count them out. That's no. the thing. You need you need time in between the robot being incapacitated and then time to count. I forget them. how much time it is. Is it twenty, like 20 seconds? Yeah, yeah. So ten to check. Watch, not much left. Ten yeah. to check for the rest to say. I need to see some movement, and then ten seconds to actually count out. This kind of brings up the argument of letting judges either inspect the robots after or doing demonstrations of function that's what i was kind of referring to like like kind of a yeah. retrospective if scorpius couldn't self-write even after the bell then maybe in in retrospect hand it to p1 as a, as a judge's win because it's the only one still functioning at the end of the fight it's kind of it reminds me a little bit of the beta nightmare fight from back in season two where nightmare has clearly won the fight throughout and then right at the end is flipped over by beta and is subsequently counted out i think just about in time kind of the only argument against the whole uh let judges inspect the bots and everything is the logistics of it all. Yeah. Like not only with COVID precautions, which obviously would make it more difficult this time. It's, it's a time thing because it, it costs multiple thousands per minute, I think to film. Mm -hmm. So it's like, they're going to lose a decent chunk of the filming time that they've got to judges sure. looking in there and demonstrating functions and everything. Like ideally, like the only way I could think around it is throw them in the test box after and then film out of order. So the fight ends. Which is demonstrate. Which is they've, they've been, you know, they're clearly okay to do that because obviously we've, we've spoken to multiple people this year who kind of said, you know, they've, you know, some of their fights weren't in the order that they were filmed in, basically. Yeah. Like realistically, they could just throw them in the test boxes after, show them that it could have done it given there was five more seconds. But they would then have to get everyone back in and yeah, do everyone up in, to in the time again. the logistics to get everybody back. Yeah, get everybody back. Yeah. And, yeah. It's just it, there, it, there's there's no easy answer. <laughs> no, and another wheel falling off of P one, which is yeah, it's not even the same. It wasn't wheel. the same wheel. No, was, yeah. it, was it the same wheel? That was a different wheel. It was a, it different, was a different front wheel. wheel, wasn't it? I think it was the same yeah. one, wasn't it? Or was it? Was it? I thought it was, was the, I thought it was the side. 
I'm tempted to look back through the video just in case quickly. The front left one was in the Scorpios fight. I may have it on in yeah. the background because I forgot to rewatch the episode. <laughs> <laughs> Good job, sweetie. <laughs> Don't patronise me. <laughs> um, as for the fight, I mean, you know, as we said, Scorpius in control throughout. I, I again, and I did notice there was a comment by Chris and Kenny throughout the fight that oh, P one wasn't using its primary weapon. Yeah, because yeah. Scorpius wasn't on top. It just no, didn't. No. It, they didn't get the chance to get under fully and flip them. Basically, it's the I, tough thing about P one, you know, because it's it it, it, re- it requires it it, it it's the flippers. Are, it's difficult, especially one where it has, it, the flipper is basically right over the top of their robot. Like a robot needs to be sitting directly on top of them for them to even have a chance at using their weapon. Yeah. And have to win like the wedge war effectively for that. Yep. And if Which they don't, to do and they this fight because the yeah. and the wedge they can get stuck. Oh. And it has to have something on top long enough to actually yeah. get a lift going. Yeah, it's very niche. Hey, Brandon, what case. LIDAR, let's put that on top of P1 and then it'll just flip <laughs> right then and there, done. Uh, the dream. It, it's a shame to see P1, this is its final fight of the season. It, it's a shame to see them kind of peter out like this because I feel like, as you said, Jevin, this has been by a long stretch their best season in BattleBots and I'm sure it will only get better. Um, I mean, you look back at uh, what they brought to 2018 with Parallax... I mean, we beat Parallax <laughs> we, with, with the old live event robot. You come on! Oh, but let's be honest, you also have beaten some uh, some high end. Yeah, okay, but, on the Eliza. All, yeah. all, all right, okay. Mingo is a force to be reckoned with. Battlebots, <laughs> yeah. I'll slip you the fiver in the I'll slip you the fiver in the post. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but no, definitely from from Parallax to this version of P1, it is worlds apart and. They have done such amazing things with it, and uh, the drive power alone, I mean, yeah. is is incredible now. Like, it is kind of you don't really get the idea because this season they've they've kind of struggled in the fights where they've been shown on TV. You don't get to see just how much drive power P one has now. Mm-hmm. It is ridiculous. You, you do kind of see it in the fight against Smee, but like other than that, like obviously we didn't see the Kronos fight, the Copperhead fight. You didn't really get to see it, and obviously in the in the other two fights they were on three wheels, so you didn't mm-hmm. really get to see it at the at the peak of its powers, apart from against me. So yeah. the most we've seen out of this particular type of robot is probably with P twelve. Honestly, mm-hmm. we've we've seen we, we've seen the potential of, of P one in P twelve, and to be honest, I've, I mean that the, the team they obviously build winning robots. You got Star Trout on the same team, so like they clearly know what they're doing. It just needs to all fall into place at the right time. But uh, so I mean to win. Let's be honest. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's cursed to get stuck in everything. I mean, it, it won <laughs> every it time won, it uh, hits. <laughs> it won the featherweight competition, didn't it? To be fair, yes, it did. It carried that team. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it did. That was nuts. I finally got done watching that. That 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 was such a journey. <laughs> that was an <laughs> interesting <laughs> night last week. That those that haven't watched Norwalk Havoc go and do it. <laughs> so funny. I suppose we should move on to the final of the Bounty Hunter tournament, which is Hypershock and Scorpius. Now, obviously, we again, another evolution throughout the competition. We saw the kind of ridged fork design of Scorpius against Witch Doctor, um, which worked, kind of. They didn't have enough distance between them and their weapon so that they couldn't, you know, their weapon got damaged, basically, by Witch Doctor when they fought them. You see these massive, great, pointy, angled spikes. It's kind of like pointing at the sky. Out of the, yeah, literal devil horns, if you like. Yeah, and, basically, and literally. It kept 
Hypershock at bay, and Hypershock could not touch them. <laughs> yeah, I mean, first and foremost, really pleased that we get a rematch between these two robots. It was entertaining as all hell in 2018. Um, mm-hmm. It was entertaining this time around as well. I thought perhaps a little bit slower this time. Um, but again, Hypershock They're both coming to the eight fights deep now, aren't they? Yeah. yeah. Both of their weapons were not at full tilt in this no. fight. They just weren't. And this was, this was the point of the episode where you really start seeing Scorpios's disc just not Bounce building off. up the energy that it was. Mm. You know, it just, it would touch and go tink, and then it would just, it just wasn't getting that Bite. that impact that it was yeah. getting earlier in the season. Yeah. And as, as Zach and Diana said a few weeks ago, that's because they, they're this far into the competition, you know, as you said, Sam, yeah. eight fights deep, and um, they've already had to rebuild this Hammersaw setup once. Um, yeah. So it's, it's understandable that it's not going to be of its full potential just yet we'll, we'll and at this point they're on the prototype version of this robot mm. they're not even using the one that was in the tournament to begin with so crazy yeah so i hey, like this fight it's kind, of, it's kind of a demonstration of the bike rack style attachment but still making for an interesting fight take yep. notes jake hewitt <laughs> I'm kidding, of course. Are we going to say? He's not. He's not joking. <laughs> yeah. Don't listen yeah. to his lies. I mean, it would have been nice to see Hypershock win and have to fight one of the robots they actually sponsored for the season. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, Icewave were sponsored by Hypershock. So that, that would have been cool to see. See whether Mark has to kind of tone it down because oh, we may we may just cut money halfway through well, one, one thing i did like was it was actually sponsors pre- control the media sparky <laughs> yeah you ever seen speed racers there you go it was pre-fight actually when when hypershot walk out and they're like oh it's the ice wave team hi go ice wave <laughs> you know just applauding it was god bless will bales never change will never ever the showman was this of course yes i can't remember now but is this where um oh what's his name Team captain of Ice Wave, Mark Davids. Yeah, Mark Davids. Yeah, doesn't he join one of the teams as the hammer operator or something at one point? I can't no, remember. No, I'm sure something makes me over. think that Will joins him as yeah, the hammer operator. I think yeah, yeah, it's the other way around to the next that fight. It's the other way around. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Also, we had a kill saw sighting at the wrong time. It was a very <laughs> early kill saw. This has happened a couple of times in yeah. Bounty Hunters, hasn't it? Very strange. It's- it's very strange. I don't know what's going on with those kill saw Maybe just kind sensors. of live the fight, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, I know that... And we talked with someone about this a long time ago where the the rules for uh, like game show-related shows have changed to the point where the competitors have to have control of the hazards in the box or they have to be fully autonomous. Uh, the screws, the saws, uh, and the hammers they can use. But if, if they couldn't do what they did like in the classic era where they had this one guy with a a, a master panel of buttons and just being able to control the fights a little bit. They had to take that out entirely, but this, the kill saws, they're not kill saw slots. They're spots that get wedgelets stuck at this point. You don't see them. Great I'd love for them to be saying yeah. in, um, in, in the, uh, tell of the tape thing that he, he didn't like the little the raising spikes that are now in the arena. He didn't like them. To he doesn't like the whack a moles. Interesting. He does now because it interferes with the wedge game. Yes, and, um, this is true. They're, so they're they're going to keep them because a they've only just got a new floor. Leave it alone. And yes. B, um, you know, 
it, it is something that you need to plan around that the floor is not flat and you know your yes. a game of wedgelets is not going to hold up in there yeah i just want to no. see more kill saws i just want spectacle that's all i want my, I mean, we're my not favorite... going to see we're not going to see robots fly across the arena like the lightweights used to but at least will, we'll, see. well i mean the, the best thing i think we're on a bit of a topic of kill swords here. The best thing I've ever seen from the kill swords, certainly in the reboot, was when Petunia grabbed hold of Rotator, swung it round, and ripped yep. the wheel off. That was beautiful. So good. Uh, that was yeah, a so beautiful good. slow mo. That. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. That's stuff. the stuff you could have. You know. Yeah. Any more of that? <laughs> maybe, maybe you only have them after one minute instead of two minutes. That might be mm. a way of getting around yeah. it. I don't know. Well, Scorpius, Scorpius, uh, was this another split decision? It might have been. I can't remember. There were quite a few, which no, I was surprised was, at. No, this was this was unanimous, and I believe Will Bales also said, rightly so, that it was Fair unanimous. Enough. Fair enough. I, so, I, I couldn't remember. He, I, that there was, there yeah. was an episode I was watching where it, like every fight was a split decision. I think it, it might be next week's, um, right. which I'm getting a bit confused, a bit ahead, ahead of myself with. Yeah, this is the weird part about seeing this where some of us have some of us not all of us have mm-hmm. seen the discovery plus episodes yeah uh but steve's been very good and is watching them as they air which is i've somehow avoided a lot of it but to be honest with you i mean if you just watch some of the promotional material and just catch some stuff you'll you'll be spoiled so be very careful yes be, be, be very aware of, as to what you watch the bounty fight itself is a rematch from 2018 ice wave versus scorpius um before we get into the fight, you know, obviously we'll come to you again, Tweedy here. How intimidating is Ice Wave's noise? Because it was it was commented on, you know, the fact that it is, you know, the only robot in the field these days that uses an internal combustion engine. And for those that haven't seen Ice Wave fight before, because you know there are those that are, you know going to enter this season having not seen it Ice Wave before. How intimidating is that in in the in the battle box? Not even in the box. You can hear it in the test box, like from the other side of the pits. It's ridiculous. <laughs> and those things, like they insulate sound pretty well, but it's terrifying. It's, it's like, pretty much that and Minotaur that you can hear from the other side of the pits. It's oh yeah. honestly ridiculous. So loud. You Everybody went over to watch it. And <laughs> <laughs> the test box. It's good stuff. It is good stuff. But um, as I say, it is a rematch. Um, unlike this last time, though, this was one-way traffic. I mean, yeah. I mean, as much as the last time these two fought, Scorpius dominated the fight, and you know, in terms of control and aggression, and kept on top of Ice Wave throughout. It's the same here, but Ice Wave just does not get the big hits off. And I do wonder. We mentioned already that at this point, you know, Scorpius is its eighth fight. This is Ice Wave's first. And I do wonder whether that could be an issue as well, because as much as Scorpius undoubtedly has got to be feeling some kind of fatigue and wear at this stage, Ice Wave is as yet to fight and is probably not as dialed in as maybe Scorpius was. It's a was. brand new Ice Wave. Exactly. That's the like, thing. It's, yeah. it's, a, it's a brand new robot. And they've made a pretty big departure from how the weapon rolls. They built a custom engine for it this time, and it's not really something that you can test the rigors of combat on anywhere apart from in the box. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it, it, I, I I like to believe because obviously you know <laughs> there is a bit in the fight where, I, where Ice Wave's exhaust gets pinned in by Scorpius's weapon. I would like to believe that, that was the, the the whole thing that stops <laughs> Ice Wave working. <laughs> it I don't choked think it's itself out. <laughs> exactly. It, it, it got fully. You know, the exhaust was stopped, stopped spewing out its gas and it choked itself to death. I'd love that to be the case. <laughs> I don't think it is. 
it just starts internally vaping, you know, and that, that's how. <laughs> yeah. Well, you do see a lot of smoke coming out of it, so yeah. maybe there's logic. You wrote a very creative fiction here, Sam. <laughs> we'll, this is, we this will is see my, if it's true. This is my. Uh, <laughs> that's your head cannon. Exactly. Exactly. Where this is, is also Scorpios's fourth horizontal spinner. Yeah, this season. season. Horizontal yeah. Maybe this is another factor to so the whole um, ice wave struggling is the, the fact that. You know, Scorpius has fought almost nothing but the horizontals this year, as I've said many times in this podcast. Um, so they're taking on Valkyrie then in the first episode of yeah. uh, 2021. And <laughs> now just... you watch 2021, they'll face nothing but verts. No. Just to eat it up. <laughs> um, now, Flippers, it takes on Hydra as the first fight. I'd like to see it. I'd love to see it. It'd be a good one. Um, yeah. I think. And even, yeah. This, this new version of Ice Wave, I'm not sure if I like the design yet. Uh, obviously, it's gone from blue and orange to black and yellow. And, <laughs> My um, colours. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I was actually um, I was watching back the um, I was watching back the preview we did the other day, and I, and I mentioned the fact that uh, <laughs> I said to you before, sweetie, that ice wave, ice wave hit you so hard that they stole your colours. <laughs> I do apologise. So, it's like no, the you thing. Don't. It just killed you <laughs> no, off, you and then just yeah. became you in the process. <laughs> yeah, to wear his skin. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I mean, maybe. I mean, that, that was the last time we saw it. You know, twenty eighteen. Obviously, we saw it in remars a little bit, but not not very much. This is another thing, yeah. actually. Now you mention it, I know that they fought Bite Force in remars, but let's yep. be honest, it was still an utter clouting in that, and it was an yeah. utter clouting. They, they laffy taffied their blade. It was terrible. Has well, the, Ice Wave had its time? Well, the, the last three fights has Ooh. been has been Sorry. Rotator, where it just pulled it apart piece by piece, and then obviously yeah. we mentioned Bite Force, and then this fight where Scorpius. I mean, we when we spoke to Zach and Diana back in you know the, the main competition, they said that Mark was very generous to them and delayed quite a lot so that they could get the Scorpius fully ready and you know. To give it a good fight, basically. Yeah, Mark did the exact same thing when my lifter died before oh, really? our fight. Yeah, oh, that's very kind of him. Stand-up guy. Fair play. Mm-hmm. Well, fair, fair enough. But as I said, in this fight, there was no point where I thought Ice Wave is a threat to Scorpius because it was just bullying it around the arena. The Even the weapon, which we, we commented that Scorpius's weapon was really starting to struggle at this stage, it... You know, the the whole top part of Ice Wave, the engine just started to fall apart and yep. collapse in on itself. I maybe you're right. Maybe Death Ice by a Wave, thousand paper cuts. Yeah, literally. And maybe maybe you're right. Maybe Ice Wave at this point has maybe its time has come. You know, they, they've. They, I know we've mentioned in the past that you know Tombstone it, that isn't the case, but you know Tombstone is still regularly getting into top sixteens and you know beating. Tombstone will be fine. Yeah, exactly. But Ice Wave is maybe slightly different. And I, I do think with a bit more dialing in time, Ice Wave would be better. I wonder if it's suffering similarly to Ghost Raptor that they've had a year out and, you know, they've come back and the f- just the, the level of robots. Mm. The field kept on. moving. Yep. Maybe. Um, I would like to entirely it, possible. I would like to put it to you that Ice Wave can't have had its time because I need my fucking rematch. <laughs> <laughs> For the love of God, let so, me fight Ice Wave, he, Greg, you coward. Well, well, let's. <laughs> so if you're hearing BattleBots, you know. Well, let's talk about this a little bit because obviously you, you have entered or applied to enter the 2021 yeah. BattleBot season. Um, talk Give me through... a fucking rematch. Yeah, well, let's, let's talk about the let's talk about the robot. Um, obviously, yep. we've spoken enough about Vanquish. 
Let's talk yeah, about Vanquish, but not shit. <laughs> <laughs> Essentially, what I'm going for. Let's talk about Vanguard then, shall we? What's what's coming with Vanguard? Hopefully, fucking wins for a change. It's honestly the most time I've spent designing anything. It's probably the design I'm most proud of at any point in the last, what, 10, 11 years of me doing this godforsaken hobby. Uh, like, yeah, I I really, really want that Iceway fight, but I don't care who I have to fight to get there. Give me fucking Tombstone first if you want. Like, I will fight anyone at this point. Just let me fight Mark. Just to put, like, put, put a cap on everything, because obviously, you know, we've joked obviously today about Vanquish getting pulled apart by Icewave. You, part of you must you know, kind of appreciate the fact that you are part of a, of a BattleBots iconic moment because it was, as I said, it was replayed so many times throughout this fight. It, it still gets talked about countlessly on social media. Surely that must have some kind of like, as much as it, it pains you because it's obviously your pride yes, and joy. <laughs> Yeah, but, but, not but, so part much of it, anymore. Yeah, of course. But like part, part of yeah. it must kind of resonate with you and kind of think, do you know what? That's quite cool that I'm part yeah, of BattleBots history. It's like nice to see it replayed quite often, and like it's a recognisable moment. But you want to hopefully, it. yeah, hopefully it's also a good reason for them to let me back in and let me fight them. Let me fight Mark. Great. Let me fight Mark. <laughs> Please. The story's already let written. Let me fight you know. Mark. Yeah. You won't even do it in the arena. It's just literally man on man fight this man. <laughs> no, it's it's like the one fight I want, like out of everything. I don't care if it's the first while, fight or the last. While fight. Tweety's drawing his robot, he's like, "You better give me Mark. They and, better." <laughs> like, it's in the submission, isn't it? All this work. Yeah, oh, like it's Mark. in the submission. <laughs> I was joking. Just I didn't in think all that capital bold letters, Mark. <laughs> but I will. I will preface it with. If it does get split in half again, you will witness the first emotional breakdown ever on BattleBots. <laughs> God bless you, Tweety. God bless I mean, you. we did kind of get one here in a way, in a way, kind of getting back to the final fight where they did touch on this a little bit in the episode where Zach and Diana's business uh, wasn't doing too well when COVID hit. Uh, and uh, off, it, it, yeah. yes, uh, it's a it's a huge part of their lives and it's a huge part of what makes that team so great. Uh, it's a huge part of probably what won them the Founders Award this year. And when they win this fight and you realize that, the, that they're going to get that, that payday a little bit, Diana just loses it. Mm. Uh, and I really felt for both her and Zach and the whole team. And it just, it, 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 it was nice to see that. It's, it's it was really nice awesome. to see the humanity sometimes. I, I, I like that, you know. Their prize money will be invested into getting the next generation of young people into robot combat, into STEM education, and that is yep. so incredible. It's something that's very close to my heart. Uh, I know that they've been uh, asking online if people will support them uh, to to raise enough money to bring back the Botbash camps. These people are crowdfunding to get other people into the sport and yeah, yeah. Push pay it forward. Pay it forward. Like, there's no better team to get the Founders Award this season either. Like, they probably do the most in terms of outreach and, like, letting people know about the sport and getting people into it. Yeah. Yeah. And like, half, I think their whole team this year was previous uh, Bot Bash alumni. Yeah, um, if not all a good chunk of them. And it's mm. it just goes to show how much they do for it. Yeah. Yeah. I think that was a nice way to end it. 
Yeah, I, I think that's yeah. a nice way to, to round things off. Um, but before we go, a bit, bit more plugging to do, David. Uh, oh. Obviously, you, it's, it's your turn. Um, obviously, <laughs> Lego Wars. I do want to talk a little bit about Lego Wars because it is just the most fun <laughs> to watch. It has blown up, surprisingly, considering... The official I, I Lego look, page. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Like, like, I look back on Series 1 and think, it's okay, but there's there's so much bad driving involved. Like any time somebody <laughs> drives down the pit, it's anytime just me, <laughs> it's <is> you. <laughs> it is one hundred percent me, and that is being practiced on Good Friday next week because Saturday next week uh, we are recording our next international special. Fantastic. Which will involve all four of these robots behind, including and the one in one pink next to me as and well, and that one there as well, which I don't know how I'm going to beat. Fancy. It's. You'll beat it by it not being very good at grabbing, David. For well, those listening on, uh, on Spotify, the, the four robots behind David are Two-Headed Death Flamingo, Scorpius, Hypershock, and P1. I'm excited. I'm excited to see... If you don't already follow Lego Wars on yeah. Facebook, on Why Instagram, aren't you doing it? Come everywhere. On. Just, just on various places. Just watch the stuff, David. think it's all right, and then check out later on in the year, because there's a lot more fun to come. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well... With that said, that pretty much sums up the Ice Wave Bounty Hunters pod. I hope you've all enjoyed listening to our ramblings. And I have to say, th- Tweedy, thank you for being such a good sport and <laughs> letting us abuse yeah. Vanquish just that little bit more. As, like, you, as if you would have done it any less if I wasn't here. <laughs> we, we, would, well, we wouldn't have had anyone to, to poke fun at. <laughs> yeah, you would. What we should have done is, between each fight, just remind everybody that Vanquish was split in half by Icewave like the show did. That's all was, dude. You may as well join in. Oh, anytime me. Anderson's on this podcast, uh, anytime we, have, we ever talk about bots splitting in half, there's a very famous clip on the internet of the first fight that I ever had with an ant weight, and I've split in half. So I have to live that every, every single time. And every time we meet somebody new, oh, have you seen this fight that Steve had? And it's like, all right, this is what I have to deal with. <laughs> Send us a link to it, Steve. I'll, uh, I'll send it to all our guests in the future. Awesome. It'll be in, it'll be in the news, even though it's old news, you know. <laughs> no, yeah, 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 yeah. Corner. Oh, dearie me. Anyway, with all that said and done, I have been Sam Elliott 64. I've been Steve the American Killjoy. I have been World of Woodrow. I've, I've been David of Step. Uh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I've been David. <laughs> I've been David. <laughs> What's <of> that? <laughs> <laughs> Let me fight Ice Wave, Greg, you coward. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> yes, and uh, Vanquish's inner turmoil has also joined us for this week. Uh, thank you all very much for listening and watching, if you have done. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, see you next week for more, guys.